what's going on my babies well welcome back to part two of the last podcast and as always i like to do disclaimers just because you know it's for all my brain my brain's sake and my worries sake so take everything that i say with a grain of salt because i'm not in your life i'm not in your shoes i'm not in your reality and these are for entertainment purposes only so take everything like i said with a grain of salt and what else all right you are your own person and i believe in your ability to trust your gut to trust your intuition to trust your inner guidance because you all have it and i believe in your ability to be your own person and to come to your own conclusions and to have your own realizations because you do those things on your own and to do your own research and find your own answers so anyways back to what i'm saying So part two to the last podcast, I was talking about how I was homeless for a long time. And so for a long time, while I was experiencing this homelessness, my uncle died. And so I ended up going with my dad to go to my uncle's funeral because I didn't want my dad to be alone. And because my family... The majority of my family, like my siblings, my mom, which to me is the majority because that's who you see often, you feel me? Like you see your immediate family, like a lot. And so my mom and my siblings, they lived in a different state than the state that I was in. And my uncle, the one who passed away, lived in the state that I was being, or that I was chilling in. And so when my dad came into town basically my cousin who lived in the same town my cousin on my mom's side who lived in the same town as my uncle on my dad's side who had just passed came to get me and we went to his fundraiser for the funeral because my family is not they're not high low class they're not middle class like we are low low class and so for a long time He was having fundraisers and so I went to the first one just because, you know, obviously the first one is the most impactful one and I wanted to see my dad and I wanted to see how he was doing and I wanted to be there for him. And so I get there and of course my dad is like destroyed and my dad had, I want to say he had three brothers and one passed away when he was really little and then one passed away when I was really little. And so that was the last one. And he passed away, which is crazy because my uncle was younger than my dad. And so I went to his fundraiser event and I decided, you know what, like I need to be over here. Like I need to be closer. And so I stayed with my cousin, which my cousin has a tiny ass little camper. Like, when I tell you tiny camper, it's like, I don't even know how much. It's like five feet by like ten feet. And it's one bed, one little table, a couch, and a bathroom. And so I stayed with him in his camper. And luckily, my cousin is a very hospitality type of person. And he let me sleep in his bed. So I wasn't, like, terrible. And it was in summer, so I wasn't super fucking freezing. 
I spent pretty much those next three days that I stayed with my cousin, I spent them trying to raise money for my uncle's funeral. And basically just being there for my dad. I, re I really didn't do anything. Like, I just had to be there, right? And it was really awkward because the majority of this, the people that were there were my dad's and my uncle's friends and people that were helping. And so I really didn't know anybody. So I spent the majority of the time just with my dad and with my cousin. And during this time, I was just going through a lot. Like the fact that I was feeling all these things from being, you know, homeless. And then on the fact, on top of the fact that this was really hard for my dad, I felt it was really hard for me in the sense that I needed to be there for him because nobody else was going to be there for him. And not in the sense that it was like a burden to me, but in the sense that like I was worried, like I was sad for him because I knew how much this person meant to him. And not only that, but this was my favorite, my favorite uncle, my favorite period on my dad's side. And so I was also going through a hard time because I was like, damn, like this was the only person on my dad's side who I really loved. Like, really, really fucked with. And I really, really loved. And he was just so, so nice. And he was just a good person. He was so handsome. And I was like, damn. Like, it's crazy to think that you could just, boom, be gone. Just like that. And that kind of put me, it kind of like slingshot me back into feeling really, really sad again. Because I was like, you know what, like, it's not that big a deal that I'm sad. And it's not that big a deal that he's gone. But the fact that anybody could just dip just like that. Like, what's the fucking point of me trying to live a good life if in the end it's just all going to be gone? And that hit me like a truck. And I was back in this hole that I dug for myself. And I was just so fucking out of it. Like, I did not feel like myself at all. Like, I was so, 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 so sad. And it's like, I can't even describe it as sad. It's like, uh, it's, it was like it wasn't even me. Like, like I wasn't there. Like, you could wave your hand in front of my face and I wouldn't respond. Like, you could try to jump scare me or sneak up from behind. And you'd get no reaction. And... Sorry. It was just, like, a scary place to be. Like, I found myself crying in the middle of, like, going out to try to escape the feeling. And it was, it was like it wasn't me. And when I got to that point, it was like a whole different person had like washed over me and I had no idea how to get out. Like I had been so comfortable with the sadness. I had been so comfortable with 
well, who the fuck cares? I had been so comfortable with that, you know, sitting in my grave, basically. I was so comfortable with not building anything because of how pissed off and angry and frustrated and sad. I was so fucking sad. I was so hurt. And the fact that this dude died. And we had to raise money. Raise money. Pissed me off so much. Because I was like, why would this world put burden after burden after burden after burden after burden on you? Even when somebody dies in your family. Like when I die, it's going to cost money. When I live right now, it costs money for food. It costs money for shelter. It costs money for everything that you do. And I was just pissed off at the way that the world is set up. And it just pissed me off the fact that, like, it's kind of like this is hell. That's how I was thinking about it. I was like, this is this is hell. And we're just paying our dues. Like, we did something in a different life or in a different world or in a different universe. And this is their way of paying it. Like repaying your karmic debt and so for a long time I was like fuck this place like there's no happiness here even when you're making art even when you're doing stuff that makes you feel happy even when you're out with your friends even when you're out partying even if you're on fucking drugs and shit like you there's no happiness then the only happiness that you really get is the freedom that you allow yourself Right? When you're a kid, at least. At the very least. And sometimes you don't get childhood. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't get a childhood. Because I did. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't doing things that adults do. At that age. You feel me? And a lot of people have to grow up quick. Like, a lot of people have to be the breadwinner by the time they're 15. And you don't really get to live your life. You don't get to live your childhood. And you don't really see that side of everything, really, unless you're dirt fucking broke. Unless you're at the bottom of the bottom. Unless your parents are on fucking drugs. Unless you have a dysfunctional family. And I also realize that, you know, it's not just the broke or the broke that experience that it is the rich people. You feel me? Like, there's, there's a lot of times where their family doesn't get to be there for them. Because they're so focused on money. Money, 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 money. Go, 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 go. And for a long time, a lot of these were just angry rants. Angry, 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 pissed off rants. Because the way that the world is set up is not set up for humans. It's set up for fucking robots. Robots who don't fucking feel. And the way that everything is set up. I don't know if you've ever, like... This is another thing that's going to make me look fucking crazy. But I really don't give a shit. Corporations. And when you sign up for LLCs. They consider that an entity. And what is an entity? It is a body of energy. And this is why it pisses me off. When people don't believe in spiritual shit. Because everything that has ever existed. And that will ever exist. Came out of your fucking mind. Maybe not you exactly, because obviously I'm not fucking Einstein. I didn't invent, you know, the fucking E equals MC squared. I did not come up with that. My fucking particular brain. But a brain did. And what is a brain? A brain is 
a cell. It is a cluster of cells inside of a body. What am I? A brain. Who's talking to you? A brain. And so it just, it pissed me off. Like, I was just so done with everything. I was like, what's the point of building something? So that in the end, once I die, it's just going to burden somebody else. You feel me? Like, if I don't raise enough money by the end of my life to pay for my funeral expenses and to pay for any debts that I have, it's going to go off to my kids. So, fuck that. I don't want kids. Why would I want to bring somebody into this fucked up world and this fucked up situation where nothing wants to change? And it's not that nothing will change. Because time causes change. And I truly believe that times get better. Obviously, you see that through slavery. You see that through colonization. You see that through organizations that fight for those causes. And so I'm not one of those people who says, you know, the world is never going to change. Fuck this place. This place is absolute dog shit. Because if that were the case, I would have fucking ended myself. You feel me? Like, if I really truly thought like that, I would have just done. Because that's the way that I would have seen this is bullshit. But there was something inside of me that was telling me, you know what? I dug this hole for myself. The reason I dug this hole for myself was to feel the lowest, the lowest of the low that I could possibly feel in order to get out. In order to help other people recognize that everybody feels like, like how they feel. And everybody experiences what they experience. Not to that degree. Not to their specific degree. But we're all parallel. You go through something just like I go through something. You get happy just like I get happy. You laugh, you cry, just like I laugh and I cry. And so I had to remind myself that it's okay. Like I had to remind myself that one, feelings are fine. And the feeling of frustration and the feeling of anger was justified. I was in a really low place. I came from a dysfunctional family who was dirt pro, dirt broke, dirt poor. And the system is not set up for people who are poor. You feel me? Like, it always pissed me off when wealthy people are like, why are these crackheads on food stamps? Why are these whoop, 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 whoop? Why are they on unemployment? Why are they just taking money out of the government? Why don't they pay their taxes? Whoop, 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 whoop. And it's like, you don't get it. This world is bullshit. And when you're at the bottom, you see all the bullshit because you experience all the bullshit. And when you're at this level of like, maybe you're a low middle class. And so you're bitching because why don't I get food stamps? Why don't I get tax returns? Why don't I qualify for Section A? Why don't I qualify for Medicaid? It always pissed me off that people who have money, who were born into money, who got money through college or, you know, actually making something of themselves. How are you going to give the next guy crap when it takes so much work, so much effort to put on your fucking clothes to get out of bed? Because when you're down there, you work, you work, you work, you work, you work, maybe sleep. Sometimes. And then you work, and then you work, and then you work, and then you work. And do you ever get time to stop and think? No. And after I was done experiencing this homelessness, 
Like, my mom called me and she's like, hey, I know that we have our problems, but, you know, come home and we can work it. We can work through this. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because I don't want to lose my relationship with you over my own pettiness. And if you're here telling me that you'll work with me, that means that you want to try. And if you want to try, I'll take that. Because other moms, they don't even fucking care. And it's not like you fucking abuse the shit out of me. You just fucking gaslight me and lie to me a lot. You feel me? Like you mentally manipulate me. But I kind of see past that now. That I'm an adult. And I won't let it happen anymore. So even if you did try, it wouldn't work. And we can move forward in the sense that, you know, I'm not... I don't resent you for anything you've done. And I'm not going to sit here and hate you for the rest of my life. Because when I die, and when you die, I want us to be like, hey, I loved you. And I know that you know. And I know that I know. And so I came back home and... I was pissed off for a long time, right? I was still pissed off. I was still angry. I was still frustrated. I was still sad. Just because I was still getting myself out of this hole. And I was like, you know, why is my family like so fucking dirty? And why don't they do this? And why don't they do that? And I was just so controlling of every situation. Like everything possible. Like I used to do dishes for them every fucking day. Every fucking morning. Every fucking night. Because it would just pile and pile and pile and pile and pile. And then I'd clean the kitchen because it, cleaning would make me feel good. Like, not being in control made me feel like I need to be in control of something. And if I could clean, that was enough for me. And it was enough for me to play music in the morning and to enjoy myself. And that because, you know, no one else was going to clean. Like, my mom was out of town for a really long time. I don't remember why. But she was gone for a long time. And at my house, nobody fucking cleans. And so I'm like, you know what, let me clean because this is going to help me mentally and this is going to be good for not just me. I'm going to be helping my family because at least they don't have to clean. And the only thing that they really have to worry about is their space. You feel me? Like I'll clean the common areas because I use the common areas the most. And because they're basically my areas and they can worry about their spaces and that's good enough. You feel me? Like that's less of a burden for all of us. And for a long time when I was trying to control this, I was like, I realized so, so, so much. I was like, you know what? I was like, I cut my family a break because I realized that the only reason that they don't clean is because they don't have the energy to clean. They don't have the time to clean. Like my dad has been working since he was like 14 and he's like 60 now. You feel me? He's, he's tired. And... I cut him slack because even though he's never touched a fucking dish as long as I've known him he does bust his ass to get money and I cut my siblings slack because I realized that it's hard enough to get out of bed it's hard enough to want to get out of bed it's hard enough when you're fucking at the bottom of the bottom and everybody's looking down at you it's hard enough to get up and say well you know I didn't really go to college but you know, I'm here and I'm doing this and I'm trying to better my future. And I realize that it's hard enough to experience depression on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis and to still get up and to still make money and to still fucking shower and wash and wipe your ass because that's hard. And I realize why that's hard because I, myself, 
went through that hard experience myself. There was times where I didn't want to get up at all. There was times where I didn't want to fucking shower because I saw no point. And I know what it was like to feel so fucking low you didn't want to get out of bed. And there was so many times where I just fucking sat in my bed and I cried. For hours and hours and hours. So, I know what that feels like. And I know why they don't clean. And it had nothing to do with them as a person. You feel me? Like, they might want to clean. But they don't feel good enough to get up and actually do the thing. And when your mind is crowded with so many things that you have to do, it makes it harder. It makes it like, why? What's the point? I'm going to die. Why put all this effort? And when I applied that to everybody else, because I knew what it felt like, it helped me so much. It helped me get out of my own rut because I was like, you know what? The fact that I got out of bed today means I'm doing good. And I have no reason to feel low. Because even those people who look down, uh, people who didn't go to college, or even if those people who look down on gay people, or people who look down on me just to look down on me because they're a fucking piece of shit. Or people who look down on me because they think that I'm fucking delusional for believing in spiritual shit, for believing that I have angels, for believing that I have guides, for believing in God. Or source. Or for believing in things like manifestation. I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that to my benefit. Because the point is that I want to live a good life while I'm here right now. Because who gives a shit? Once I'm dead, I won't even fucking know. But I do know what it's like to be. And what it's like to feel right fucking now. I don't want to waste my youth and I'm only 23 I don't want to waste my life feeling like shit. Because even if I feel like shit, no one's going to be here to save me. Not even my mom. Not even my dad. They're busy trying to save themselves. You feel me? And I don't need to be an added layer of stress. And don't get me wrong, like... I'm not fucking perfect, you feel me? Like, me and my mom and me and my dad still have our little arguments... And we still have the clashing of our strong-ass heads because me and my mom are both Tauruses and my dad is a Leo. So you bet your ass we bump heads. And if you don't know anything about Zodiac signs, this is not the podcast for you. Like, bye. And so I was like, you know what? Like, there's no need for me to add stress to their world. And... I began began to have way more empathy for them as individuals. I had more empathy for them as a human. And I kind of stopped looking at them like they're my parents. And they're supposed to have everything figured out. And they're supposed to be perfect. Because that's what I was doing. And I think part of that was because they wanted to tell me where, where to go, what to do. And I was like, oh, so you know the way. But you didn't do it right the first time. You didn't do it right when it came to you. So why do you want to put that onto me? And I was thinking like an angsty teenager for a long time. Because I was like fucking sad as shit and mad as shit all the time. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, don't tell me. Don't give me no advice. Like, you could have done that. 
and you didn't. And that's why we're both here together. But I kind of sat there and I told myself for a long time, I was like, you know what? They're doing the best. They're doing the best they can. And I just stopped looking at them like they're perfect because they're not. And if anything, I know that they're fucking far from it. Just like I'm far from it. And we're all trying to work together. And we can agree to disagree. And that's the whole point of being free. You feel me? That's the whole point of freedom of speech. I'm allowed to tell you things that offend you. You just like you can say things that offend me. That's the beauty. And I'm not going to hate you for calling me all these crazy nasty things. Because once I die, am I going to remember any of this? No. So the point is to be happy. And I'm in this here, but I'll put a part three and, you know, it'll be tomorrow's. And I'll basically talk about, like, how I got myself out of that hole. Out of that emotional hole to be very, you know, precise in what I say or whatever. Like, very accurate. Anyways, I hope that you had a good day, good night, whenever you're listening. And I hope that you come back for part three. And yeah, peace.